It's John Holmberg here, adding beauty to your world with my friends from Creative Environments. Outdoor living is something we have here in Arizona, and we get to enjoy it almost all year round. Your living space doesn't have to end where your house walls end. You have a backyard just begging to become functional and useful. My designer at Creative Environments, Danielle, came to my house and created an outdoor space for me that is basically now square footage for my home, and I'm so happy I had them reimagine this portion of my property. I have them working on another project, too. I spent a ton of time by my pool in the summer. It's a great pool, but the area around it seems to be just a bunch of wasted space. Danielle at the team at Creative Environments, they're drawing something up for me now. And the cool part is when they show it to me, it's going to be a 3D video. So it's going to basically look like it's finished before they even start. Leaves nothing to the imagination. You'll know exactly what you're getting right there. They are top shelf in every aspect, design, construction, even maintenance. All you have to do is give them a look-see. CreativeEnvironments.com. We live in paradise. Build the backyard of your dreams. Good morning, everybody. A welcome cock for you today. It is Friday. It's 545. My name's John. How are you? There's Brady. There's Puffy Brett. Yeah. Best nickname I've heard. And I gave credit to the wrong person yesterday. I don't know how we missed it. Big Pussy is right next to us. And I think that's fantastic. Big right Pussy's now, yeah. right next to us. Still swollen. And then uh, Big Dick Toledo... Fresh off his big birthday dinner last night. Hopefully he got uh, all the homemade pizza he could make for his family for his birthday. Great stuff. Uh, welcome to Friday. It is an absolutely perfect morning. 95 degrees already. <laughs> Just absolutely amazing. Ridiculous. I, uh, Beautiful. I left the house, and I got uh, some construction going on at the house. Nothing creepier than the dudes who are supposed to start working on your house. Being there before you leave, and, and and it's still not five in the morning yet, but they're not supposed to be on site till five. They're not making any noise this morning, so I think six o'clock you're supposed to go and you can make noise at six. But they're just sitting at the end of the uh, cul-de-sac. It's oh. it just a it, it, it brings up your inner bigotry in a huge way when there's just three or four dudes who barely speak English just sitting at the end of the cul-de-sac, just eyeballing you like I'm heading out, huh? Yeah, I'm not going to be home for a while. Coming home to an empty yeah. house. I'm not going to be home for a little bit. Let's break out that M- MMPAK that yeah, they gave you. And they don't know where it is, but they're probably going to have it before I do. <laughs> See you later, Holmes. Enjoy your day. We got this covered. Like, okay, thanks, boys. Is there lady Holmes still? Come, Holmes? She's still in there asleep. <laughs> I don't know where. Yes, she is. I'll be, I'll be going for a while. You got Paros? <laughs> yes, but they're all in their room. Don't worry, but it's very early in the morning. You'll probably get away with Throw a hot dog in there. They'll love you. Adios, amigos. It's all for us. Hey, man, he's got glizzy. Yeah, and then, but I started thinking to myself, how would I feel? Because it was inner bigotry. I did feel like, all right, John, you're being, a, you're being a bigot. How would you feel if it was a group of, you know, just regular old me's sitting out there? You know, You'd but, feel more comfortable. I don't think I would. Yeah, I, you would. I don't, I, I, you know what? When somebody's sitting at the end of your cul-de-sac and you know who they are and they're, they're waiting, I don't, I don't. You're right. I'd be more comfortable. But I'm just saying. I, that's, that's because you can't help it. But that's why neighborhoods, the, billboard, the billboards look like you. Like you, you try to keep things around you looking like you. So it's like, oh, okay, I get that. I understand. But, you know, no. You're, Brett's right. They don't have a 623 that starts their phone number. Yeah. You're fine. You or know? a credit score that's like even that high. Yeah. I'm often wondered when we got uh, so addicted to our area codes. Yeah, when did that start? When did that start? When did they become so hip? I thought, I, you know, I usually think it coincides with when people scream out, hey, 318. Okay, what are you, from Austin or you can't buy a car? What are you shouting out at me? <laughs> what, 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 is that your 
credit karma that's coming at me? Why would it's you shut that? Old. They, I, I think it started when they had to find, like cities started getting different area codes. Yeah, the but same not, city because you used to have sure. just one area code for that entire place, and then I still don't understand like that. And being certain ones popped more, like the you know four eight zero still just. Or six two three six zero two. Still six zero two. Yeah, I know. But I look it just at it as a, pop as well right. as, uh, I look at it as a necessity to dial out because of population. I don't really see it as a cool way to identify myself. Anyway, some people do, some don't. But yeah, it is kind of a. It is an inner bigotry that we all have. It's that moment. It's an unusual thing to see uh, at you know quarter to five in the morning uh, as people sitting waiting for your house to be empty. Probably from the five two three area. <laughs> Six two three five two three somewhere else. Tucson. It's that's Tucson. No, they're not from Tucson. I'd recognize that. That's a plus five. Isn't that a there, there's or five two zero? They have a country code, don't they? You have to dial in like plus five zero <laughs> before you dial up. Remember, yeah. it changed from area codes to streets. Thirty fifth Avenue. Oh, that's true. Yeah, and, you get the uh, yeah. I'm not a one a. No, that's that's Miami. I know that from Vanilla <laughs> Ice. <laughs> yeah, the a one a is very impressive. I don't get it, but anyway. Brett's probably right. Got a little, a little too much 623 sitting in my 602. Yep. But they're fine. They're good. I trust them. They've been fine. But it is it is an awkward. You know, it's something. Famous last words. It's, some, it's something that you would, <laughs> if it weren't for the construction, I would have been like, what is? what are these guys up to? But I happen to know. So then I started to think to myself, too, that other neighbors that might pop out of bed early would look at that and go, what's going on here? Just dudes milling around. I guess it's the time, too. Quarter to five in the morning, people just hanging around outside is unusual. So it, it just it sparks all of your worst thoughts, you know. Sorry, guys. It was wrong of me. You but also have been it? hit. Yeah, but nah, In the on. past. It's but not not because I saw that. Everybody's, no, everybody's got a story. It doesn't make it so you have to sus- make everybody a suspect. But I do that anyway. I judge everybody. Oh, yeah. So that didn't that didn't play a part. It's just a thing that you see that's you know out of place. I've been doing this, driving in and out of that thing for you know this thirteen years now in this house. So it's kind of one of those that's new. So it stands out. It's like if there was just a woman in a black dress holding a Rottweiler at the end of my cul-de-sac, I'd be like, ah, I'm calling the police on that. She could just be walking her dog, but my brain goes right to the omen, and I don't know what's going on. It's just, it was odd. And get to work, I say. What are you waiting for? You got to clock in right at five? You can get an extra 15 minutes and I'll... You've actually been asleep in my front yard before. You're not that worried about the, you know, the, the work rules. It, it was pretty impressive, though, that they're they're up and ready to go. But they're waiting till five. I guess they have to. Maybe the foreman has to show up first. I don't know. Could do a little irrigating on the side, maybe. Huh. Multitasking. It's in my house. What do you mean? No, no. They, they pick up that area. They... Pick it up. Irrigating. A little side job. That's water. But those guys are different. You know, they... Oh, those dudes are really You know what really I'm saying? They're weird. doing yeah. that job. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but they're recognizable They're a different trolls. creature. They're, they, uh, people who do irrigation are recognizable, odd trolls. And they're hip waders, and they're... They just look like somebody that should be milling around with the gators. Families in the car. One morning, about 2 a.m., I look out. Uh, something woke me up, because you see... Yeah. The Yeti walking in your backyard. What was that? Oh, yeah. irrigation guy. Yeah. Go out to the front. There's the family in the car. I'm not into that. Well, I had uh, landscape work done a, lo- a few years ago, and they just they said, can, can we come by on Saturday? Like, sure. Okay. And I looked in my backyard, and this was a, like a legit company. Like, they had licensed and bonded and all that. 
And they came by on the weekend, and I'm looking outside, and there's like four or five ten-year-olds just busting their ass out there. And I'm like, all right, I don't think that's going to be insured if one of those goes down. And uh, five, ten minutes uh, after I stopped paying attention, woohoo! They're in the pool. They're having the time of their lives. Their mom's there. She's got her feet in the front step. And I'm like, I'm going to let them do it because they're getting a lot of work done. But I'm not sure this is supposed to be how this is, this operation is. Yeah. And it was a family affair. And the guy had, you know, missed a day earlier in the week. So he was trying to make good, but he, he couldn't leave these people behind. The, the wives were the, his, his wife was out there digging holes and doing stuff. I'm like, this is. I couldn't get, could, could you get that? Hey, Matthias, I got a little extra work to do on the weekend. Why don't you pop by and dig some holes with me? She ain't coming with you. No, she's telling me to go off myself. That's what I said. That's what I would have said. And to I would have told her exactly. that, too, you know. Because you took the job digging ditches. Yeah. So I was, you know, I allowed it. And, and, you know, I'm bringing them drinks and stuff by the middle. I'm like, you guys need anything? Well, yeah. Bring it, like they rented my pool. Bring it some lemonade. Like, got some right, sangria yeah. back there, Holmes. <laughs> mixing up a punch bowl. Are you guys having fun? Yard looks great. Those kids were breaking it, man. They were kicking ass. And I'm like, all right, you can use the pool. It is a family affair for some. We had pavers laid at our house, and it was like the, whole, the kids the show whole up. kids, yeah, The whole family was there. My dad wouldn't have wanted me they there. They busted ass. I didn't, I, like, as a, I didn't know what I was doing. I might have tried to help my dad around the house doing projects, and I just stood and watched. Usually, I would get to pick stuff up and bring it to him. But yeah. I would, these kids were, like, laying pavers, digging holes. Mm-hmm. I'm like, they know what they're doing, and they were in fifth grade. White people, fifth grade kids, can't do anything. Jesus, white people, kids can't do anything until they're like 20. They're so coddled. None of them have a work ethic. I'm impressed. So, you know. Yeah, usually by fourth, I mean, growing up, fourth, fifth grade, started cutting the grass. You could start doing some of the lawn. You could start working. You know, he was usually present. Still still supervising. um, Yeah. A bubble, because there was, you know, fear of uh, foot getting yeah, chopped off or something. Yeah. Seventh grade was all my job. All landscaping at the house was my job. All of it. Every day. <laughs> it was a lot. It was a lot. And then he said, yeah, I got this built-in kid, this yard worker. So then what does my dad do? Once I get to the lawn mowing stage, we get a house with a massive yard. The, the one that we were in where I learned it, like where he trained me, nothing to it. And a little postage stamp Time lot, for the right? big there leagues. Tempe, and he's like, you know what? We're moving. I'm like, great. Found a piece of heaven over there in Mesa we're going to pop into. This place had a huge backyard. You're going to the show. And a TIFF lawnmower. And if you've ever Those worked. suck. It's the worst thing oh, in the world. Oh, my God. It's the worst thing in the oh, world. My dad thought he was doing me a yeah, favor. My the dad payoff too. is huge, oh, though. That goddamn bucket fills every five steps. Oh, it was horrible. 15, 20 trash bags, because he wouldn't let me put it in the garbage. 15, 20 trash bags of grass. Sitting on the yeah, but when you walked down in your backyard no. and it was like a fairway on the no. golf course, that's not what it was because those tiff lawnmowers need to be sharpened like every three days, so you get halfway through cutting and it would start making lines. Oh, it was the your lawn was nappy. It ended up getting a little bit like yeah, it got like halfway through you'd be like goddamn blade, and you'd have to lift up just a little if there was any sort if the ground wasn't completely flat. That tiff lawnmower dug holes. It was there was no give in that thing. It had to be perfect all the way, and you had to be great at mowing the lawn. You got to do that under raking uh, and everything uh, else. Oh, that tiff is terrible. You had it too. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's yeah. bringing back post traumatic tiff <laughs> disorder. I almost bought one. Oh, don't like do 10 it. Years don't, ago. don't do it. Don't I didn't. Do I didn't. Worse. For that reason, I kept asking people about it. And Seven blade reel. That thing mm-hmm. lock up all the. <laughs> and you just dug a hole in the grass. Dad would come out and go, What the hell are you doing? Digging holes out here. Like, that's yeah, a stupid mower. 
That mower is the most expensive mower. Like, yeah, it sucks, too. Yeah, sell to the PGA, pal. Exactly. I don't need it. Oh, so angry at that. Now you're making me mad about my mower. Right. <laughs> How's your face? Uh, it's getting better, still but it's still, it's still there. Still can't pop it. No. Man, still excitement. I, I tried to shower again this morning. I was just, just beating myself up and oh, wasn't doing it. Why won't that thing give? For the love of God, I want you to taste that pus so oh. badly. Oh. I was tasting a little bit of it yesterday. It was just Indian food. Son, I get back to the gum. That's true. I, you like take a pencil and just <laughs> under the gum, just give it a little. It'll hurt, but it'll open, and then you'll live the dream breath. All that'll go away because you're puffy again. As the day went on yesterday, you were less. You're, yeah. you're puffy again. Yep. This guy's not going to make it. John Holmberg's morning sickness the ninety-eight KUPD Holmberg's morning sickness. Tripp says to me yesterday, he goes, I think you were right about Brett. Like what? I think he's got Bell's palsy. <laughs> Tripp's diagnosing him with something else. I don't think, uh, I think that's what, that's what people would think. Like they'd look at you and go, oh, the poor guy's got the Bell's. But yeah, so we got to get that thing popped and ready to go. Uh, and of course, yesterday, all the news could talk about was that awesome fire that happened on 40th Street. And uh, it was like, uh, it was it's a giant propane tank place. So they've got, they refill, they do a commercial, they have these giant take, and the news acted like they were reporting something that was, you know, bad. They loved every oh, second. Oh, they were hard. Oh, they were hard as a rock. The thing is firing propane tanks 400, 500 yards. Boom. Just whoosh, like missiles. missiles. Just all over, hundreds of them. Just shooting them out. And, uh, oh, this is terrible. If you, uh, and that, the one thing I love that they said, if you're outside by this area, just get, find shelter, get cover. <laughs> And all you're seeing, all that does is encourage everybody out there with their phone. The police or the fire chief was like, hey, we got a lot of people just standing around with their phones filming this. You guys, we got literally we're shooting projectiles out of this thing. You got to get away from this. But we are stupid. Phone owners are dumb. Just, you know, let's get closer to it. I heard a lot of popping. Fire draws us in on a 120 degree day. People walk towards fire. Morons! I was watching Channel Five this morning. They were showing like different people's home videos, and it was it was like literally the guy right next to the first guy was taken. It's like the same view, but oh, Jesse Johnson feet. did yeah. this, and Freddie Mercury yeah. did this. And we were, Whatever, <laughs> he's amazing. <laughs> that guy's still around. But yeah, I'm, same thing. I was looking at him. It's yeah. like, all right, you guys are you guys are celebrating this beyond like. And then the one Jared Dillingham was great because he goes, look. Don't go film this thing. Just go home and watch your TV. We got it. And it was basically, look, we're, we're the creepy. And then the fire department put it out. Relatively nothing happened. And they yeah. spent an hour and a half just going, this is tragedy. But that's where their Emmys come from is those live breaking news stories. It was awesome. And to the firefighters that uh, put that, and the cops too, put those huge packs on, helmets, giant coats. Oh, walking around yesterday and that towards a fire it had to be 300 degrees. Uh, this is why we salute you as often as we can. Tip your cap. If you see a firefighter today or a police officer at all, just say, hey, guys, thank you for everything you do. All of them. Hope you don't have to suit up today. Oh, the fire in 120 degree in a propane tank. That ain't that ain't fun. And uh, those guys are uh, that call that came in yesterday they had to be like, oh, no. And it was from every city in the valley pop by there. So it was a. Um, if you see a firefighter or know a firefighter today, say, hey, thanks for what you do. Because we ain't doing it. It's like 40th Street in Washington. 40th in Washington. We film it. I'm just let it burn. 
There's nothing around them. <laughs> the only thing it's about swap that is, meets there. Who cares? Yeah, and uh, cheap people who park there instead of like long term yeah. parking for the airport. Yeah, that's and their cars are all damaged. Yeah, up, they're so not they're, insured. They're going to land today. <laughs> they could be. <laughs> what? <laughs> they might be gone for a couple of weeks, and they want to spend the time in the parking. You're right. They're probably not insured. Brett's right. Long term parking. You take that Sky Train. All that. You just yeah. you, you're, you're adding another hour to your trip. But yeah, so those people are going to come home from their travels to a burned out car, which would suck. Can you imagine with all the crap that's going on on airlines oh, right would... now? You got a two hour delay. The two ladies got into a fist fight yesterday on a Frontier Airlines, and they had to land it in Denver and kick them off, and then head to Vegas after an hour and a half delay. In a city you shouldn't have been in. Then you end up coming all the way back to Phoenix a couple days later after your fun weekend where you lost a bunch of money in Vegas and you land and you're like, oh, sorry about that. Your parking lot blew up there while you were gone. <laughs> Weren't sure who to call, but you don't have a car to get home now. We, we apologize. We'll get you all straightened out. Oh, you'd just be blowing up. You thought the propane thing was hot. Your brain would explode. So uh, firefighters, cops, and all those people landing to find out that they don't have a car anymore. We salute you. It's a, uh, it's a it's a Bud Light moment. The old style ones. The old Bud Light moments, you know, the ones that we used to think were funny. Not these new ones. Everybody makes you gay. There was a fight on Frontier Airlines? Yeah, two ladies got into an argument about... There's got to be at least something. six camera angles. Yeah, know, there's a couple. Phones. There's a couple of phone angles where... And they attacked the... This one wasn't just an argument. There was a lot of FUs floating around. And oh, man, I got a full on that. attack of the uh, flight attendants. And then... They turned on some passengers. These two broads went nuts. It's Frontier, though. There's got to be a UFC ring set up inside there <laughs> yeah. already. Just put mean, an octagon yeah. in it on, on Allegiant, Frontier, and Spirit. Just, you know, octagon up. And Allegiant's kind of growing out of it. They've got their stadium rights now. and they're kinda, pretty steady. They're becoming a real thing. Like, they were a little nerve-wracking at first, but that Spirit Airlines still has a reputation they can't shake. And that's mainly because of, you know, being Spirit Airlines. <laughs> people that fly it flies close to my hometown. It's, who cares? You live in Rockford, Illinois? Yeah. <laughs> Rent a car, for flies Christ's sake. close to my hometown. That means you grew up in a tiny, weird yeah. little hometown that's got that strange airport yeah. I don't there's a reason you should. There's a reason you're not there anymore. Exactly. And then I got this email last night. I had to express this one because this one had me thinking. It says, uh, hey, guys, I got to let you know, my wife was just offered $1,500 to grow out her pubic hair and do private videos for this guy on Zoom or FaceTime. Uh, he won't take a, uh, a recorded, he wants live. He won't take a recording. Uh, then she was offered another $2,000 if she shaves it, bags it up, and sends it to her. Uh, it's She has a Quora page, which Quora is both, like, you can ask questions about, like, how to raise a kid. And then if you scroll down, you it's just parenting, some, parenting tips? Oh, it's just a bunch of questions. Like, okay. Quora is like one is like, how do I kick my drug habit? And then a bunch of people will comment, and as you scroll down, there's just a girl with her cans out going, do I still look young? <laughs> and I'm like, what's going on here in the middle of this? And then, of course, you're going to leave your how do I leave my drug habit thread and click on her, and the next thing you know, there's her butthole. Like, it's just the You're weird. in a different Quora's just the weirdest you're taking a right turn. It's all the internet in one thing. It's like, uh, I got bit by a dog. It, look at this. And then it's a picture of a guy with, like, the prong marks in his calf. It wasn't a big dog, but I sh- should I be worried? Uh, who has a dog that's bitten before, and what, what are the steps? And then you're like, oh, wow. And scroll down. It's like, my dog bit someone once. 
Are these cans perky? Like, what? Wait a minute. I got to click on that. I don't care about that I dog. I can't help the dog bite. I don't care about that guy and his dog anymore. Because like, my sister and I have the same kind. And then say, what? Well, that's your sister. And then just a picture of like a like a close-up of a vagina. And it says, who's next? So that's what she's on is Quora. Uh, anyway, says, uh, this guy lives in London. Made a deal with uh, her a while ago to send him a vial of her spit and a T-shirt that she's worn that smells like her. And she did it, and he sent her money. So this guy's legit. We're talking $3,500 for her to grow pubes and shave pubes. That's 10 minutes of work, uh, you know, of shaving, and that's it, bagging it up. She doesn't want to. She says, what if he's trying to clone me? I'm like, he's already already got your spit. (laughs) Yeah, you're already screwed. I think this is our future, and no guidance counselor ever, ever told us this was an option in life. They failed me again. (laughs) It's a good point. I don't know if I, I would allow that. Like if it, I would Look do if it. Even if I guess the guy has a mannequin and he'll paste the pubes on that, put the uh, he's you know, in London. Yeah, that's if what I'm saying. If he's creating a person, I don't think he has the ability to clone you. Even if he does, you already sent him your spit, so he can clone you now. You got your T-shirt and your spit. I mean, he can clone you if he's a DNA expert. So yeah, for thirty five hundred bucks. Don't shave that for a little while, and then, or have your husband do it. Shave your pubes, dude, and send over a bag of those. He's not going to know. And then he's going to have the worst clone of all time. It's going to be a real mess when he tries to grow a new one. Besides, Bruce Jenner, how much commerce is conducted that kind of biz? Tons. That's the. That's what, I mean, because if we're hearing from that person. Yeah, that's what I thought of when I read it. I'm like, what don't I know? Like this dude's telling me that this was just kind of a happenstance from a Quora page. I've been on Quora before because it's kind of funny. Like I have a like if you go to get a like you go to I can do it right Q-U-O-R-A? now. Q U O R A. Yeah, Quora is just a it's a strange little like forum for people to chat in. Like this one, can a narcissist ever become a good, decent, loving person? And you just scroll down to where the pictures get blurry, and then you click on a blurry picture, and it's usually someone's honey hole. It's weird and hilarious. Like a lot of it's really good information. Um. Yeah, like this is the second, th- and then the next, the next question: Can you prove you're wearing a bra at work? And then like girls just <laughs> have pictures. Oh, of them I gotta get on yeah. this page. Yeah, <laughs> who do you wish you looked like? Yeah, and you know, uh, heard and post the cheek up on the page. You're <laughs> yeah, post your face on there and go. Hey, I've got an abscess. Any tips? Anybody want to want some pus? Yeah, and then within a few seconds you'll get like it's raining where I live, and then there's a girl on the like just shows her nice. boobs in a wet T-shirt. It's like what's going on? I just asked about a dog bite. So she's on Quora. I don't even know. Well, hopefully she's not using a real name. This dude can't find you. Send your pubes through the mail, for God's sakes. And you're right. Guidance counselors have failed us beyond belief. Sometimes a guidance counselor needs to, and it's because of parents, needs to look at a girl and go, you know what? Your currency lives underneath those clothes. You need to make a fortune. I wonder if guidance counselors tell people you're an OnlyFans superstar. No. They can't. Even though it's lucrative. And it would be, you know, eye-opening to a few girls. That, I think that might be like telling a girl today they, uh, you're a model. would phrase it, once you discover yourself, you'll make some money. They'll, yeah, maybe they'd, they'd well, what does that mean? It's like, <laughs> you're an Instagram influencer. You'll see. Take it to the next level. <laughs> do it. You can do some unboxing and then you better show us your box because I think that's, that's important to me. And how, how do they handle that when the, you know, the juniors coming in there and like, I want to be an influencer. Okay. 
What, well, what is that? Well, follow and, your dreams. Yeah. Uh, it's like, I don't think guidance counselors ever really cared about your future anyway. John Holmberg's morning sickness. The 98. KUPD. Holmberg's morning sickness. Uh, you, you could go in there and tell them I wanted to be a light post and be like, follow your dreams. Like, they, they, I never had a guy talk me into or out of anything. I had a meeting every year with my guidance counselor. And this dude, I don't want guidance from That's you. A good gig. He's making 31 grand a year. Why are you giving me any guidance? If anything, I should have told you to work harder. You're in a disaster job. I'm a high school you guidance with a counselor. <laughs> are you? You're gonna, you make less money than I do at the... I'm busting tables and we're about even. Yeah, I'm a high school guidance counselor. Wow. Your guidance counselor should have directed you another way. What a nightmare gig that is. Mine was Mr., uh, what was his name, Garibay? He didn't care about me. None of them did. They didn't have any time to know anybody. Yeah, next. Next person. All right. Mrs. Gable cared about me. She didn't care about you. She she didn't. She certainly didn't tell you had a speaking voice for the radio. (laughs) That's what she told me. No, she didn't. She she didn't. She said, probably OnlyFans. You're going to see in the future there's a thing called OnlyFans. Let's get you on it. What did your guidance counselor tell you? Don't even remember. Mine was blue collar work. That was just anything not management. Your your ceiling is somewhere around here, and it's not high. And I, I would tell him, I'm like, I like, like I, I didn't really want to do it, but I was like, I kind of like the idea of acting or, you know, comedy or something like that. And they're like, no, 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 no. And they, look, you're looking at me going, if it was, you're nobody's going to want to look at you on screen or on a stage. So let's get you out in the field swinging a hammer. But then they had to just say, they, every guidance counselor that ever talked to me had to think, this kid's nothing. He's going to fail at all of it. I was weak. I didn't look like I could pick up a hammer, let alone, you know, have the brains to work it. I was just some dumb, giant-headed, skinny kid. That was Mr. Mackey staring at another guy going, you're going to die when you're 20-something. You're, there's no way. You're going to do fine in your family's business. Yeah. Well, the one thing, the one, the one time he did talk to me, found out I was working at Tony Roma's. And he's like, oh, restaurant. Oh, that's something you could be in. Or you could be a restaurant manager someday. Well, lofty goal set by a guy who's pulling in 30 k a year. Thanks. <laughs> that's like taking money advice from a dude with a 420 credit score. Who's taking it more than that? Nah. That's what the school paid. And then his side gig in the yeah, three months. On OnlyFans before you knew. He was on Q-Link on the Commodore 64 sending drawings of his dick in 8-bit. <laughs> Yeah, there's no way. A guidance, I feel bad if you're a guidance counselor right now. You blew it. Let me tell you as the, the grown-up guidance counselor to a guidance counselor, you need to quit. I tell teachers that all the time. Quit your job. They're not paying you enough. You don't need to deal with this. Get out of there. Public schools, quit. It's my passion. No, well, all right, then shut up about the money. They all have the same recommendation. You know, IT is re- really expanding. <laughs> you could sweep up after the good IT people, I suppose. Work in the building. I see you peeling lots of onions. If I was a guidance counselor, I'd have had a crystal ball on the desk and tried to scare the dumber kids into thinking I had some sort of power. Pick up the magic eight ball. And where do you go to school to tell kids what they should do? Like, what made you a guidance counselor? What kind of training do you have to guess my future? Basically, you're a charlatan. You're a... You're one of them psychics on the side of the road that, you know, the house with the neon sign that says psychic. That's a guidance counselor. Here are three or four options I see for you. Well, I don't care what you see for me. I don't even know your first name. 
Mr. Garibay. Tram, the options in nursing. <laughs> uh, you know, going to nursing. Ah. <laughs> Already a nurse, sir. Already got the nurse. You got your nursing degree before you got out of junior high. That's impressive. Got it from mom. You're going to be a nurse. I have no option. Yep. And then I'm sure Keith Walls went in there and sat down, and the guidance counselor said, as one of the three black kids at Dobson High School, you're going to USC, and you're going to, you're going to play running back some, somewhere. He didn't know, but I would have said the same thing to the T.C. Wright and Toby Wright. You're going to be in the NFL. Get out of here. You're wasting everybody's time. Not me. No, I had no hope for I you. would like to know the one. It just made me think of the one guy that uh, only thing he played soccer. He played soccer in high school. Then he did go to MIT afterwards. That's a, he's he, a, Jesus. He was great. And he's a billionaire. Yeah. I want to know what they said to him. Oh, you know, oh, you could maybe soccer. Probably looking at his grades going, this kid's going places. Pretty smart. I can make a nice guess on you. Not me. Just nothing but D's sitting there. <laughs> Look at him as frail as an AIDS patient. You know what? The last Just get day. through. Yeah. <laughs> well, seeing as how you clearly have full-blown AIDS, and we don't know how that happened. <laughs> Why are we even talking about your future? Let's talk about tomorrow. I don't have AIDS. Yeah, you do. Nobody that looks like this doesn't have AIDS. Do you remember what they told you? Mechanic. Yeah, it was something like yeah, that. Yeah, that's what they told I me. I tried that. They told me, they, they, they literally talked to me about trade schools. They didn't think college was even close to like, you're not going to college. Trade school for you. Like uh, well, one, of the, they, one of the bad ones. They look at your grades and write, <laughs> oh, <laughs> really? They didn't, they thought they were going to be dealing with me for an extra couple of years. <laughs> yeah, we'll see you again next year. But I'm a senior. We'll see you next year when we're deciding on which trade school you're going to sully their doorway. Yeah guidance counselors but yeah they never tell you only fans they never say you should you know let's see your piece of deal what do you got can you offer the, what do you have to offer the world because it looks like your brain isn't working so unless you're hanging a big one down there you have to go marky mark on everybody if you got a big one and i'd show that off maybe get into porn or something it's lucrative it's a good business brett's counselor's like if you want to cook the books you need to get uh, you yeah. need to excel in math brett's guidance counselor <laughs> ran uh like a meat shop on the corner <laughs> Glad you come to me, Bert. I'm glad you come to me. Hey, look, you got a future. That's all I'm saying. With me, you got a future. Now, all I need you to do a couple little odd jobs. You're gonna be one of us. It was the uh, the meeting was at a table out on the sidewalk yeah. outside of the deli. <laughs> it's with their cappuccinos. What do you want to do? It's your world, kid. I want to do what Tony does. Let me get rid of Tony for you. That'll there be was my guidance counselor. There man. he is. There's your guidance counselor sitting outside of Central. Once you become an earner, it opens <laughs> yeah. doors. It's Tony and Uncle June. Big pussy back there. That's you. <laughs> yeah, guidance counselor. Stop it. It's crazy. Yeah, I don't know. I, they never actually tell you. But this guy's got us. He's got a. If your wife's got a dude in London that wants to give you $3,500 for pubes in a bag, what are we debating? Especially since she's already, he's already got the spit, yeah. so it doesn't already, matter at this point. Look, she's already flashing it on Cora, and you don't care. Where? Wh- why does she draw this line? Like this dude's, he wants her to do it, and go to the barber shop and pick up some clippings no, and send it. Just do, just do your own. Do hers. Do some leg hair. Yeah, you can just, do. I mean, a variety, or just be legitimate in your business. You've chosen a business of flashing your beef to Londoners. You've already opened the door. Shave your pubes and be a professional. The last thing you need is that guy, Jack the Ripper, getting pissed off over there in London town going, these aren't the pubes I've altered. These are sort of a brownish. I expected high black. 
I'm going to fly to America, find her, and slaughter her. He's not a stable individual over there in London. And hopefully you're not stupid enough to have your real information on Quora while you show your ovaries to the world. But be a professional. And I don't know. Dude, I think his name's Jim. Jim, your wife, girlfriend, whatever she is, you're okay with this? She needs to shave those pubes and give him some legitimacy. Grow them out. Take the little FaceTime on there. And do FaceTime on a burner, too, because he could be an IT genius and figure you out from how you FaceTime. I don't know how FaceTime, you know, encrypts into somebody else's thing where maybe he could just knock on your door someday. And he's doing you a favor, too. She keeps it high and tight, then. That's exactly right, yeah. You bust it out, bust the bush out, have a little fun with a 70s yeah, the porn Kleenex, star for a minute. Kiss the Kleenex, then yeah. roll them up in there. <laughs> right. Put some red yeah. lipstick on. Mwah, there's my pubes and a nice tissue in a bag. You got a client for life. In the bag. <laughs> exactly. And at $3,500, and those are his initial offers, pretty soon you're going to have broomsticks in your ass for ten grand, and I'd do it. You're a Quora whore. You're a horror. I think that's a Jewish thing. Yeah. Fire off your picks, and then, you know, when the dudes start to ask him, how much for your pubes, nobody's, you know, consider yourself blessed. Nobody's ever asked Brady for a bag of pubes. You got money where you don't even know where, Brady loves money. He would do it. Mr. Krabs over here, somebody could get you cash for pubes. I don't ever see that dude on the side <laughs> of the street. I see cash for gold. Man, I'd be big money. <laughs> you got a lot going on? <laughs> yeah, a lot well, of I could... No, 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 not so. I can, keep it pro. You just well, point it to your back. Yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> you shave yeah, your Yeah, it would be, you know, it's a annual grooming, you know. Annual? Well, not annual. Good God, man. Monthly. <laughs> well, that's a drastic change. You're just making things up now. You went from once a year to 12 times a year. You know the difference. Either way, nobody's ever asked you for money for your pubes. And now if they did, you'd... What's the harm in that? I'll offer mine up. Anybody want my pubes in a bag? Holmberg at 98kupd.com. We'll negotiate from there. Here they come. I'm fine with that. As fast as I can grow them. It's like the beautiful agave plant down in Mexico. There's a tequila shortage because they can't keep up with demand, but I'll do, and that'll just make the price go up. They could have had a batch earlier this week. For you? Yeah. Gross. <laughs> you they're uh, a nice they're packaged up right now. I shaved up my whole package off. Like just, just all of it's gone down to the skin. Alopecia boy, top to bottom, just to see how long. Well, you're it takes taking this gig seriously. Yeah. Well, I didn't. I didn't know I was going to be selling them, but I, yeah, I gave it all up. I got a nice, you know, eight year old boy look. Did you razor too? Oh like, yeah, that's what I mean. I took the razor down. Oh, nice. down, down okay. to the skin. Yeah, all gone, man. All gone. <laughs> yep. Like the Israeli team at the '72 Olympics, they're all gone. <laughs> all gone. Uh, it's 618. Let's get a wake-up song. Start this beautiful day off over looking at her pubes going, nobody's ever asked me for those. How hot is your wife? Give her, give, give us her Quora page. we got to see this. that be a smoke show. Some dude in London wants her pubes? Come on now. Uh, well, give us a wake-up song. 585-9800. And by the way, you're all freaks to even have this out there. Brady's right. How many of you are going through something worse or similar? It's everywhere. Uh, scream it out together in just moments. It's 98 KUPD. Wake up! It's out of control now. 